If money affects your life in any way, Money Making Sense will talk about it. Be financially healthy, wealthy, and wise. Here's your host, Heather Kelly. Welcome to Money Making Sense, the show that talks about all things money. Today, we're going to talk about how much is it going to cost me to redo my backyard. Joining me today is Bobby Burke. He is a TV host and a designer. So welcome to the show, Bobby. Hi, thanks for having me, Love. All right. If I want to get my backyard ready to start entertaining people, what are some of the first things that I might need to do? You know what? One of the things that I would say is you want your outdoor areas to feel just as comfortable and inviting as your indoor areas. So I like to take the same color schemes that I have going on inside and bring them outside. And I achieve that by putting them in like my throw pillows and my cloth napkins at the dining table and the reusable melamine plates. Um, I got tons of really cool items like that at shutterfly.com where I can take the colors that I want to use. And then I can use some of the really cool patterns from their independent artists that they have and make a really cool, comfortable, cohesive space for everybody to chill in. Okay. My problem with my own personal backyard, which I'm putting in air quotes Uh. here, is (laughs) I live in a townhome, so I have Uh. a balcony. Now, I did enclose it with with, uh, screens so that I don't get bugs and things like that. But it's about, I don't know, seven feet by seven feet, maybe. So Uh. how do I deal with that? You know what? Make sure you're really utilizing the space in a good way. You know, a lot of times when you have smaller outdoor spaces, people will like try to shove a dining table and and some seating and chairs and it just becomes too much. So think about if you're wanting to have a decent amount of people over there using the perimeter of your space. So do benches around the perimeter. And so that way you're getting a lot more seating out of your space and people aren't right on top of each other and they're really able to enjoy and relax and spread out. And with those benches, you can use some of those same type of customers some pillows that I was talking about, those outdoor pillows around the back. So again, it creates a lot more seating without taking up as much space. So the two big Adirondack chairs I have in that seven foot by seven foot space, <laughs> be a bit too much. <laughs> you know what? If it's just you and one other person and that's normally what it is, that is fine because it's your space. But if you're wanting to entertain out there a little bit more, I I would do some benches. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Now, I do need to ask, I saw your lovely pictures that you showed of some of the Mm -hmm. designs that you have. That looks a little pricey. How much are we talking about to try to spruce up my backyard for entertaining? You know what? They, they really aren't that pricey. Um, I, off the top of my head, I don't know the exact price of the individual items, but I did not spend much. You know, I got all that stuff on Shutterfly.com and it's very affordable. And the great thing about investing in like melamine plates is that they're reusable. You know, so many times when we, when we host outside, we get disposable plastic plates or paper plates and they end up in a landfill because they don't get recycled. And then you're buying them and then you need to buy them again for your next party and then buy them again for your next party. These are ones that you will have for years and years and years and years to come. So they're a great investment. Of course, they're a little bit more expensive than disposable ones, but you're doing something much better for the environment and you're getting something much cooler that's not going to crack underneath the weight of potato salad and upset your guests. (laughs) (laughs) I do want to ask about the outdoor fireplaces. Now, I know the size Uh you get depends on, you know, the size you have, obviously. But given gas prices and fuel prices right now, they're going up. Do you think that those are actually putting aside the fact whether you use it or not? 
because that's the big mm -hmm. issue is are you really going to use one? You don't want to get one just for show, I'm assuming. But if you use it, you're going to use fuel and now you have to go buy new canisters and things like that. Do you right. think it's really worth it right now to actually have an outdoor fireplace? I mean, I think it depends on where you're at. You know, here in, in L.A. where I'm at, it's nice and warm during the day, but at night it gets really chilly. So it's kind of hard to use our outdoor spaces at night if you don't have a fire pit. So I, I think it depends on the environment and the climate you're in. If it's something that is going to allow you to really utilize the investment that you put into your backyard and, and use your backyard all the time, I'd say do it. If, it's, if you live in a warm climate where you're literally just using it for the ambiance, eh, you might not need to waste that money. <laughs> <laughs> and those can be anywhere from 70 bucks for a real cheap one, which you may not want to get because <laughs> they may not be safe, all the way up to thousands of dollars. Yeah. Yeah. We just, we, I have a place that we just built in Palm Desert and it gets very chilly in the evenings there in the winter. And we just spent a fortune building a custom one. But for me, it was worth it because it's a, a space for groups to gather and you want to be able to have those moments outside under the stars. So it was worth it for me. I do have a couple of questions outside of your design yeah, that you're pitching right now. But before we do that, is there any other advice you can give listeners about sprucing up a backyard or a front yard or anything they need to do in order to entertain? You know what? When you're entertaining, it's not just about the the food and the and the drinks. It's also about the ambiance. So think about the lighting. And you can get those really cool market lights now that you don't even have to plug in. They're solar powered or battery operated. So that way you can create a really nice mood without spending a ton of money. And then also think about your music. And don't just create a playlist with your favorite songs and hit shuffle. Kind of plan the evening out. You know, if you're if it's going from dinner to drinks to maybe some dancing. Playing that music out, nice dinner music in the beginning, and then the music gets a little boppier and turns a little turned up and gets a little more dancey, but then it turns more chill and relaxing, and it lets people know that soon they need to go home. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Go home. Okay. So uh, in case people don't know, Bobby Burke, you are one of the co-hosts of Queer Eye, and I've watched all the episodes. I'm somewhat addicted, oh, but I am dying to know who pays for all those renovations for these people's homes or the kitchen or the bedroom. Where does this money come from? Netflix. Netflix pays for it. Yeah. Really? So the, the, the yeah. person that you are helping doesn't have to contribute any no, no, not a dime, not a dime. You know, a lot of the renovation shows out there, either the homeowner has to contribute or you know, they take all the stuff when they're done filming. No, we, this is all to help people. Um, so yeah, the, it comes out of our budget that ultimately comes, you know, from Netflix. Netflix gives a, the show a set budget. And we allocate it where we need. Um, yeah, so no, all that money originally comes from, you know what? And so you can think of it this way, actually. You're, that money comes from you. All the, you know, when you pay your monthly subscription to Netflix, you are helping all the people on Queer Eye. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right. So have you heard from most of the people that have been on your show years later? Has this improvement really improved their lives? A lot of them it has. Yeah. I still keep in contact with many of our heroes. You know, we have, we're up to about 70 at this point. Um, so I don't talk to everybody, but there are probably a good half dozen to a dozen that I, I keep in contact with on a pretty regular basis. And it really did change their lives. Wow. Okay. Now I, this is 
I swear this is my executive producer. <laughs> she wants to get her dad on the show. How does she do that? Um, well, the people that are on the show, basically, you can only nominate people in the cities that we're filming in. Um, so a lot of times, you know, we get nominations from all over the world, but we only film in one city per season. Uh-huh. We're heading to New Orleans right now. So if he's in New Orleans, there's a chance. Okay. <laughs> well, her dad lives in Kentucky. Are you heading to Lexington anytime soon? I was I was personally in Lexington recently speaking at KU, but no, I, I don't think we're heading to, to Kentucky anytime soon, unfortunately. <laughs> okay. okay. All right. I had to ask. All right. Well, thank you so much, Bobby Burke. You are a TV host and a designer, and you're just giving us some tips on what we can do if we want to set up our backyards or even our front yards, if that's all we have, <laughs> to help entertain. <laughs> of course. My pleasure. Thanks so much for having me, love. Thanks for listening. You can email me with any questions or topics you want to hear about at hkelly at ksl.com. That's h-k-e-l-l-y at ksl.com. And because this is Money Making Sense, you can subscribe for free on Spotify, Overcast, Apple Podcasts, anywhere you listen to your favorite podcast, and you'll never miss another episode. Thanks for being a Money Making Sense listener. Follow your common sense on the social media, Money Making Sense, on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.